The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Austin from Home Street Bank. Yes, and it's once again Tuesday afternoon from 3 to 4 p.m. where we talk about all things real estate and mortgage related. That's right, and this is a live call-in show, so if you have questions, you can give us a ring at 866-712-1300. Give it one more time. 866-712-1300. Yes. You can also tweet us at Team Reba, R-E-B-A, or... Team Reba. Oh, you did say R-E-B-A. I could have sworn for a second I heard R-B-B-A or no, something no, no. like that. R-E-B-A. Okay. Just checking. R-E-B-A, yeah, yeah. yes. Or you can also, if you have a mortgage-related question, you can also tweet me at Eric is my banker. That's yes. E-R-I-C. Yes. And we're always available to answer these story problems that we get every single day. Every situation seems to be just a little bit different. And uh, we're here to here to help and help uh, solve those puzzles, which some, some of them are... Pretty complicated They puzzles. get quite complicated. That's they get right. very, very complicated. We've got a lot of people we're working with right now that have complicated situations and story problems of their own. In fact, uh, actually, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm expecting to have quite a few more story problems and some people crying in their milk soon. Oh you know boy. why? No. Well, of course you don't know because I, I need to tell you once we're done with the show, I need to give you a list of all the people just in the last two weeks you can always tell when the spring selling season is around because it's not just sellers who are prepping their homes. No. It's like everybody else who suddenly has decided, I think I'm ready to buy a house. Like so, like we start to get a little bit more vitamin D in our systems. Absolutely. And yeah. people see flowers and then they start noticing other things outside of their, you know, where they have their abode, whether they're renting or owning. And then suddenly they start thinking about housing. That's right. That's and right. And we have numerous people in the last two weeks who were looking with us back in 2015 who suddenly and then stopped oh, yes of course yeah and well, then some got frustrated well they got frustrated but uh you know we're going to be having to have some difficult conversations over the next couple of days because mm. many of those people are going to be learning that maybe you can't get they, that 2015 yeah. price anymore yes yeah, yes. yeah they've missed out on their 10 20 plus or more equity position from the last two oh, years. So we'll see. We'll see where their buying power is. So that might be where there's a little bit more story problem involved, depending on their situation. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll try and get them all figured out and yes. work all those numbers. But I'll tell you the story problem I want to have some people avoid. I see it. I see you, I know. you have some junk mail on your desk. I do. I yeah. do. Because the operative term is junk. Yes. I get an in- just insane amount of credit offers all the time, which mm-hmm. reminds me, I, I forgot to grab the uh, the uh, address that people can go to and get taken off these lists. But um, I will say, oh, oh, wait, it's on here. We can actually give it later in the show if we like. But there's a, a an opt out for some of these pre-screened credit opportunities. But I got this thing in the mail that I brought with me today that I, I thought you would enjoy. Yeah. Because it has these... Uh, teaser rates mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. are here. And you know how the last few weeks we've been mentioning of, gosh, 
Isn't this sort of deja vu of 2006 going on right now? Right. Things start to loosen up a little bit. We're starting to yeah. – rates went drifted up a bit. So now uh-huh. all of a sudden, you know, yeah. the, a lot of the lenders that, that make their business on just refinance activity, uh-huh. they're flooding the airways. Oh, yes. And, and, and your mailbox. And your mailbox. <laughs> and your email. <laughs> totally. And your junk mail folder. Oh, yeah. Uh, with all kinds of crazy offers. Oh, yeah. So it's not just the credit card offers. I'm getting tons of these refi sure. things. Oh, sure. And this one came from – should I – not yeah. say the company or well, should let's, I? Well, let's uh, say it's got a whole bunch of numbers in it. It's got a five in it. It's got a three in it. <laughs> no, it's not, not, well, it's got a three. Oh, it's got a three? It's got a well, three. Third. The rate oh, has a three and a five There's another in one. It. There's a fifth. There's all kinds of different banks out there. Fifth, third, third, Yeah, fourth, I, I've never even fourth, heard fifth. of this one, and I was laughing because yeah. as I was going through some of their stuff in the really super fine print that I now have to get my reader glasses on for, it was talking about how they're like, you know uh, – Number eleven out of a ranking of banks or something, and they're like trying to be all proud nice. of you know yeah. their, their quality. Woo-hoo, we're and number like, eleven. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you're you're just who I'm looking for. Well, buddy. well, look at so so. What's the teaser rate? <laughs> so they've got this three one smart rate adjustable loan that starts at two point eight nine, and then it has three point seven six next to that, which you can't tell what that means yet. And then underneath that, it has a thirty year term. Well, it says thirty year term. So I, I want to get your take on this because it also then says smart rate adjustable mortgage, 3.34%. And then next to it, it has 3.78 APR. And it's like, well, they both are saying 30-year term. They're both saying adjustable mortgage. The top one, I'm assuming with the 3.1 means it's a three-year and then it adjusts annually. Right. It's the a 30-year loan, fixed number. rate for three years, and then every uh-huh. year after that, the rate will change. And then yes. the other one doesn't have any of these other numbers. So you got to go through yeah. this whole thing, and it's talking about, oh, closing costs are only 295 and blah, blah, blah. But I got into this thing. I, I just want you to take a look at it. And, Give our listeners a little little feedback on this from your perspective. Well, there's there's a lot of this going on right now. As and, you put your readers on, and, too. Yeah, as I put my <laughs> readers on to, to look at all the fine print. Um, but um, but these are uh, yeah these are uh, a, a adjustable rate loan. And yes. Some people are just absolutely not in favor of an adjustable rate. Correct. Uh, a three one arm is is one that's that's a pretty short period of time. You yes, know? it so is. Your rates locked in for three years. After that. That rate will adjust based on LIBOR, the LIBOR index, which stands mm-hmm. for the London Interbank Offered Rate, which is essentially the rate of a six-month certificate of deposit traded on the London market. It's truly volatile. It's volatile. Isn't it? Yeah, it'll bounce it's, around on us yeah. a, a bit. And, I remember people using those back in 2005, 2007, and they right. were nightmare loans. Yeah, six months ago, it was under 1%. It was around 0.8%. Today, it's just under 2%. Okay. So it's it's come up. You know, over a percent in the last in the last six months or so, and, mm-hmm. and it will. So, so the problem with these loans is you really have no idea what your rate will be at the end of three years. Right. And uh, and there are some caps on how much the rate can change, but typically, and I'm not sure about this one, but mm-hmm. usually the, the the rate can change by up to five percentage points mm-hmm. at that very first adjustment. Oh yeah. So it can be a really big one, and your payment will adjust right along with that. So, uh, you know, there's, there's some definite risk with that. I only recommend an adjustable rate if, if a person pretty much absolutely positively understands the risks associated with it or they plan absolutely. on selling uh, the home within that, that guaranteed rate period. The typical arms out there right now are three-year, five-year, seven-year, and 10-year, where the initial mm-hmm. rate's uh, locked in for three years, five years, seven years, or 10 years, then they adjust after that. 
And you can save a little bit of money, you know, an interest expense, certainly, you know, with those programs, but you really have to understand the risks associated with it. Well, and considering there's a strong expectation that mortgage rates will continue rising over the next several years. Right, especially short-term rates. Yeah. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's still, I think, a major gamble to be going after something like this. Um, and I'm sure they're, you know, trying to find new business because a lot of people have locked into 30-year rates that are at really good numbers because the last several years we've been sub 4%. So there's a whole lot of people who've bought in the last five years with some really darn good rates. I will say this thing does have in here that uh, – The initial discount rate reflects a reduction in an effective rate until the first adjustment after the third year, which resets annually to the Wall Street Journal's current prime rate, presently 4%. Well, it's tied to prime rate. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. I thought you might uh, appreciate that. that. We we know where prime Mm -hmm. rate is going. Yeah. Yeah, it's going up. It's going up. Yeah. Yeah. So someone would have to be... um, Yeah. Not quite understanding. Planning on selling within three years, basically. Well, the thing that's sad, though, what worries me is that that is in the the uber tiny type down Mm -hmm. below. Of course. And let me just tell you how many people I had conversations with during the recession or even as we were just coming out of the recession Mm -hmm. who were like, oh, my gosh, my payment's about to almost double. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Hold on. Tell me a few things. And I'd ask questions. I'm like, do you have a 10-year arm? And they'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, okay, was it the same payment for the last 10 years? Yes. And it's going to this. So what they're doing, and you haven't paid any principal. Oh, I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> well, you probably had a 10-year you know interest only, and then it has to the recast out. for the 20 years of all the principal you still owe. That's right. That's why goes. it's going up so high. And it, I couldn't... That's right. Countless numbers of That's people right. I had that conversation with. That's it was right. painful. So painful, painful. I, I was having this conversation with my dad the other day. He says, "Yeah, somebody uh, sent me a letter about this reverse mortgage, and boy, they knew all about me and everything." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Dad, that's called a farm. Uh huh. It's a farm. You know, people buy lists of and cyber stalking loans and and cyber stalking basically. Well, yeah, we used to joke exactly. that I, you know, sales by stalking. Absolutely. You know, so I got one the other day. The you know the heart program, yeah. which is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Still around. Yeah. Uh, this program actually ends in September of this year. But if right. you own a, uh, have a loan that's owned by Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, and it was closed uh, before uh, May of 2009, you mm-hmm. can still refinance without an appraisal. Even I'm if happy to hear that's still that. there till September. Yeah, it's, it's still there till September. I got a letter in the mail the other day about the property that I own at 16040 Christensen Road in Tukwila, Washington. Oh, that's They've your workplace. Carefully researched it, and I'm <laughs> eligible to refinance that as a harp loan. It's an office I, I, building. I bet Home Street yeah. would love I, for you to do that. <laughs> I didn't know I own the office, but apparently I do. Yeah, you're a big man. Who yeah. knew? So that just kind of tells you the quality of the research, and oh and the, the letter looks very official. It almost looks like it's from Fannie Mae. You yeah, know, the way they they kind of try and mislead. It, you it's on a little these scary. So basically, the point out there to our listeners is: please be very careful. Please don't take everything just at face value do your research read the really really tiny print and if you can't read it yourself get someone who can help you that's right you know get get good advice um the other thing i also wanted to bring up today Mm. um just because you know there's been a lot of more discussion in the public sphere about politics and tax reform and other things 
I know. Imagine that. But, um, you know, I'm a realtor, as you know, which is a membership organization. It's right. not a title of real estate agents. It's a membership organization. It's a realtor with a capital R. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, so in our most recent uh, magazine that we get uh, getting us up to date on things, there are several items that they're expecting to be coming up on the bipartisan agenda in Washington in May. Uh, so tax reform, want to get out there, folks. Uh, you know, your ability to have a mortgage interest deduction is mm-hmm. potentially, you know, being looked at. And uh, in particular, because we're going to have someone from Rental Housing Association of Washington here today talking about their classes. Um, for those of you landlords out there, you might want to be aware of the fact that they are looking at doing away or limiting 1031 tax deferred exchanges. Mm-hmm. That's going to be massive. Yeah, there's a lot of folks taking advantage of that. If you own an investment property, want to sell it and avoid paying taxes, mm-hmm. that's the program for it. Nothing official yet, no. but, but we're going to learn on that. Stay tuned. We've got more real estate and finance coming up. Uh, open House of Team Reba calls. you got questions. And we're going to learn on that. If you'd like to call into the show, now's your chance. It's 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. And every Tuesday at 3 o'clock, we're here to bring you information on finance and real estate. Yes, we are. And always have on interesting guests. Yes. And we have, uh, we're going to go ahead and introduce her. I know we're going to still do your mortgage rate update here in just a moment, but we're going to go ahead and introduce our guest today, Denise Myers, who is the Education Director for Rental Housing Association of Washington. Say hello, please. Hi there. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. Thank you so much for taking your valuable time to come on air with us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So since we definitely want to get to the topics of what's going on at RHA and the whole edumacation that they're bringing their their constituents. How about uh, we get some numbers from you? Did did you happen to have some 2.8931 oh. arms you wanted w- to talk would about Would you like today? that? You want me to put some, <laughs> some kind of flaky stuff out there? Oh, could nah, you? Flaky like of, a fish? Most of my stuff's pretty normal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sort of reliable and stable. You're pretty and, normal. And uh, Yeah, but you kind of want that with a mortgage. You don't want a mortgage yeah. that's going to sort of jump out of the closet in the middle of the night and scare and you. Slap you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's, no you one know, likes to be slapped with a no, mortgage. No, no, no. And, and, you know, even uh, I have customers that, that in the past they've had like a five-year arm. Mm-hmm. And a five-year arm, I can set my, my, my calendar to it. Two and a half years in, mm-hmm. they get the, they get the, the anxiety. Starts oh. building up. If rates are cycling, oh my gosh, I only have two and a half years left, and rates are going up. You know, I understand that. That's scary. Yeah. yeah. They start, start worrying about it. And yeah. you don't want a loan that you have to worry about. Well, you know, and the thing is, every once in a while, we've had some people get those types of loans because they they either think they're going to be in a place not mm-hmm. as long, and then maybe, you know, life changes. That's right. That's Sometimes right. Sometimes people change their mind. Or as you know, my house, when I got to do a refinance on it back in 2012, you know, that had a five-year term, but it also the cap on it was at 3.32%. Yeah, it was ridiculously low. So, you know, it's a great rate, super excited about it. But my husband and I still, like, you know, we just got done doing taxes, right? Today's the day to get all your tax stuff in, right? And in fact, on my way here, I was, oh, hello, post office, here's my check. (laughs) You know, very large check being going in the mail. But, um, 
you know, he and I have had a lot of conversations this weekend. It was like, and yeah. here's a reminder as we're looking at our house accounts and our expenses and everything else. Right, right. In the next year to two years, our payment will be going up as part of those terms, right? So, you know, it's like, keep in mind, even though we're budgeted here right now, still got to keep working towards this. Don't forget. Grind the ball there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because I'm I'm the gatekeeper at our house watching... Watching yep. things come well, that's up. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, uh, everybody needs that. So yes. Yeah. So rates right now are rallying. We okay. have we have downward pressure on rates, and and okay. the, the bond market just sort of wants to rally. And we've had lots of reasons over the last go couple bonds, weeks. That, go bonds. Well, go bonds. Go bonds. And and it's kind of the usual thing, you know. Uh, the the bond market rallies on on scary news or bad yeah. news or uncertainty. Mm-hmm. You know, first it yeah, was they want to be slapped with a mortgage. Right. right. First it was Syria. <laughs> You know, so we we saw, um, you know, we saw a bombing in Syria. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we did. And then it was North Korea. And we have concerns about... While we ate cake. Right, exactly, exactly. (laughs) So uh, this week, and and, and actually today, the bond market is rallying because the British Prime Minister, Theresa May, Mm -hmm. has called an early election. Yes, I saw that. what a, what a system. They call the election, what's today, April. Uh That election is going to be held the end of June. Oh, wouldn't wow. that be nice? Wow. We wouldn't have yeah. to listen to two years of political ads, you know. I, don't vote for him. He's for cancer. You know, that oh sort gosh, of a thing. Yeah, but, I, uh, I could be behind that. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, with with um, with the election, the thinking is that uh, holding the election early will sort of strengthen the coalition that Theresa May has mm-hmm. that could uh, sort of bolster, um, you know, support of Brexit. And which is not considered to be the greatest of news for the EU. No. And as a consequence, we're getting flight to quality buying, flight to safety buying. People are buying our bonds instead of the euros, and uh, that's pushing our rates down. So conventional conforming 30-year fixed rate loans today, we're sitting just about smack dab at 4%. Okay. You know, we have been hovering uh, this year as high as 4.375 or yeah. so. We're down a bit. Okay. And uh, 15-year fixed rates down about 3.25%. Okay. FHA, 30-year, and VA, 30-year fixed rates around 3.65. Oh, wow. Looking Even really good. further down, yep, yeah. Down again. Nice. Yep. And jumbo, 30-year fixed rates are hovering right around 4.125, 4% in some That's cases. good. So they're, they're looking good. really good. And if you want okay. one of those those uh, other kind of scary loans, like a 5-1 arm today is, is hovering right around 3%. Okay. And all these rates are, are national averages, and those assume right. that you're not paying – uh, you know, a bunch of a bunch of points uh, to get those to get those rates. Right. So specific rates will vary, you know, by the person, depending mm-hmm. on your loan program, the property, your credit score, yes. how much you're putting down, or mm-hmm. how much equity you have in the home. So a lot of different factors will will impact your specific rate. Yes. Um, but uh, but the overall trend right now is stable to maybe just a little bit lower. Good. Did you happen to see my rant on Facebook about? Uh the credit scoring companies again? Yes. Yeah. 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 And you know what? I'm so glad I posted that because here I was watching television last night and, you know, minding my own business, doing stuff for my taxes, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff, expenses. And lo and behold, there's, you know, one of those credit karma or yes. credit yeah. whatever it was, you know, credit yeah. wise, whatever the name is. Yep. And I just... I looked at that and I thought about like our most recent class and the conversations we have with people all the time. And then I just, you know, I wrote a little rant like, hey, here's my PSA for the night, sitting here watching television, blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, you know, a former colleague of mine who lives in North Carolina, mm-hmm. she was like, 
Thank you so much for sharing that. She's like, my daughter has creditkarma.com mm-hmm. and she's about to try and buy a house. And she's right. been basing everything she's doing on that score. On sort of and a I false went, belief. Okay. Yeah. Websites, websites, websites of all the things you can go to, you know, annualcreditreport.com. You know, mm-hmm. that's the one where you get the free credit that's report annually. One. That's the real one. And then I also suggested like myfico.com. It's mm-hmm. another one where you can go buy your scores and mention you can also buy them from the annualcreditreport.com. Right. And she was like, oh, thank you so much for this. I was like, you know, like, yes, this information we share a lot of the time is not just local. Well, just just so our listeners know, so uh, some of these sites that are heavily advertising on TV for your free Heavy. credit score, free credit report – uh, they're really in the data collection business. Yes, they want they are. your data, which um, incidentally, one of those companies is also offering free tax preparation services. So now they have the full picture for you. Mm-hmm. They have your credit, yep. your credit profile, your credit score. Now you're filing your taxes through them. Now they have your income information as well. Oh, boy. And also information on any other assets you may own, rentals, mm-hmm. things like that. Hmm. What do you think they're going to do with that information? They're going to data mine the they're crap out of it. They're going to sell that <laughs> so fast it's going to make your oh, head yeah. spin. Oh, yeah. And uh, Data and mining is the number one thing that goes on in the tech sector nowadays. Exactly. exactly. I mean, that's. I mean, frankly, that's why and, Amazon's so big. And this, this free, Not just because of the retail market. <laughs> no, that's right. But this free score you get, it's, it's called a vantage score. Mm-hmm. Lenders don't use it. Mortgage bankers, mortgage lenders do not use yeah. an advantage score, at least at this point. I suppose. It's not an advantage. <laughs> no, it's not. And, and it typically runs quite a bit higher than what your real you know, FICO credit score will run. They dress it up. Yeah. It's, Put uh, some lipstick it's fancy, on a pig. A little fancied up there. Yeah. So, so yeah, you got to really kind of take that information with a grain of salt. I mean, you can mm-hmm. use it to look at the trend. Is yeah. my score going up? Is my score going down? That's fine. It's sort of a barometer. Right. Uh, but if you take that score and march it into the bank, the bank's going to run their own, you know, yeah. credit Maybe model. Like, pff, round and file. And say, well, sorry, you know, you thought yeah. you were this, but you're really that. Yeah. Did our guest just have a question? I thought you were about to p- jump in there with a question oh, for him. No, no, no. I was just <laughs> oh, saying, that's okay. really interesting. I didn't realize where that, what that was all about. I always wondered. So. Oh, yeah. There okay. is, there is I've a... I've been educated today. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of folks do not realize that there is a major kind of credit war going on. Not only is it data, but the, the credit companies, um, because they're trying to find also ways to not have to report to FICO. And they have to pay billions and billions of dollars reporting into that particular product and algorithm. And so they're trying to, you know, change the game. Cut them out of the loop. Yeah, they're trying to change the game. FICO is the Fair Isaac company, which invented sort of this credit scoring model. Mm -hmm. And so the three major credit bureaus subscribe to FICO. And, yeah, every time... A FICO score is generated. FICO, Fair Isaac Company gets a fee for it. You just hear cha-ching. Yep, that's right. (laughs) So that's that's part of what uh, drives some of it. So a lot of people don't know that um, from the the behind-the-scenes part of it. Mm. But anyway, you know, behind-the-scenes is something that uh, Denise Myers here helps provide for for people. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yes. I I like to think that it's a little bit of that because, you know, as we mentioned and as we brought in her introduction, Denise is, you're the education director, correct? Yes. Technically the director of learning. Oh, I'm, ooh, director of learning. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So like Eric said, we're going to learn that. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Um, So 
Is that a new position at the Rental Housing Association? Yeah. Okay. The Rental Housing Association has been providing education for its members for a long time, but Mm -hmm. really in a pretty informal way where uh, instructors would volunteer to teach classes on whatever subject they wanted to teach, and the Rental Housing Association would host the classes ah. and invite the members to attend. But so it wasn't never... intentional before? Well, it, yeah, it was, it was intentional, but not just not... Um, not very formal. Okay. It was, it was sort of random. Okay. So whoever volunteered to teach something, sometimes they might reach out to somebody and say, hey, I think our members would like a class on how to, how to find great tenants. And so okay. they would go to a, a property manager and ask them if they could put on something like that. So okay. it was much less formal. Right. Okay. Because I know that's one of the ways that I kind of became more familiar with RHA was um, Tamara Simon yeah. of Cost Property Management is a yeah. long time you know, a friend of mine and referral partner that I've had for 14 years. Um, in fact, she still can pinpoint the day I came in and interviewed her <laughs> about becoming a potential referral source for me when I got in the industry because I knew I was going to be targeting and working with investors. And I wanted to make sure that I was working with some of the best in the business. And she taught a class for RHA. She taught a few classes. Yeah. She's one of the, the favorite teachers. Oh, there she's great. Yeah. She's years. Aunt she's Tammy wonderful. in the classroom yeah. and it's hysterical to listen to her. She's so fun to listen to and she has yeah. so much knowledge and just yes. great stories that mm-hmm. illustrate all the different things yeah. she's trying to teach you. Yeah. No, I really appreciate who she is and what she does and, um, and that's how I became more familiar with RHA. And in fact, actually, every time we have an investment client purchase a property specifically for investment uh there i don't know if you guys are still doing this but we have been doing uh the gift membership for the first year yes right so we can as their agent buy them a gift membership and you know because we really want to as as eric and i always like to say we like to set up our clients for success so it's really really important that they have things such as this and and resources available to them but we're going to talk about that a little bit more when we come back and if you have questions for denise 866-712- 1300. Got a question? Call it in. 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side, And I'm Eric Austins from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Yes, and we are here with the lovely Denise Myers of Rental Housing Association of Washington. See, she's got a longer company name than I do, Eric. You always tease me about mine, but she's got a bigger mouthful. It is a mouthful, yes. <laughs> we could just say RHA. RHA is, is good. Yes, we it's say good. RHA a lot, but you know, our listeners may or may not already be familiar with RHA, so we want to go ahead and make sure that they know. We'll be using RHA probably for the rest of the segment, though. We love we love <laughs> RHA, by the way, Denise. Yes, and, and, uh, big fans. Was it? A couple of weeks ago, we had Sean Martin on uh, oh, from yes. your organization talking Sean's about it. That show was spicy. Yeah, oh, yeah. I listened to it. It was spicy. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Uh, you know, you guys are doing some good things to kind of help protect landlords against this war being waged yeah, against them by yeah. the city of Seattle. I feel for them. I meet I meet new landlords every week in the classes that we're hosting at RHA, and they're just from all walks of life. They yeah. all just care so much about about providing 
safe and affordable housing for their tenants. Um, and a lot of them just are overwhelmed by all these new laws Yeah, and really appreciative for the new yeah. classes that we're developing for them. Yeah. Oh, that's – yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see that they're already – right into seeing that there's a benefit and something that they can learn from and utilize right away wait, wait, in their wait. businesses. What? So you're, I'm sorry, these landlords, they're not all wearing three-piece suits and chopping <laughs> cigars and, oh my and gosh. beating I, dogs with sticks and things like that? I had the, I had one member call me and say, um, can you tell me what bus comes by your office? Because I, I, um, I need to uh, take a bus. I, he he didn't yeah. have a car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and another yeah. another one was actually a bus driver. Yeah, and um, oh uh, yeah. So Did he bring the big bus with him? <laughs> I, I don't, maybe he just <laughs> finished his probably shift not on Metro's time. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know how it worked out, but he he should have a class too. I mean, they're from all walks of life. A lot of people are retired. Um, mm-hmm. I you know I met, yeah. I I found out a lady that's been in almost every class that I've gotten to know pretty well used to be an uh, electrical engineer and she's retired. Mm-hmm. Um, just just all sorts yeah. of people. Oh, Some I people s- that are third generation landlords who just yeah. have yeah. Uh, a few houses maybe mm-hmm. or duplexes or maybe one building that's been passed down. And oh yeah. Now and and oftentimes they're working full time still yeah. while. You know, dealing with these properties yep. as right. well. I see a lot right. of fellow landlords, uh, you know, on the weekends at Home Depot, <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. or McClendon's yeah. Hardware, exactly you know, picking up parts to go work on work on this they're or work on that. They're fixing toilets mm-hmm. and they're right. letting people in when they lock themselves out. And, right. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's their life. <laughs> yeah. No, I I think it's such a fantastic organization, and RHA does tend to be filled primarily with the smaller landlords because there are some other organizations out there that are like the big buildings yes right Uh and you know sometimes they're dealing with slightly different issues because some of the management around those can be very different than you know smaller complexes or single family homes or condos and things of that sort right but um you know if this was such an informal thing at RHA before, what made them decide now to to bring in a position for this director of learning? It really is because of all the changes. Okay, um, they were just they really saw a need for okay. a more comprehensive education program for the members. Okay, um, because a lot of our yeah. listeners may not realize landlord tenant law in our state is very heavily weighted towards the tenants. It is, and it's gotten very complex, yeah. especially in Seattle, where the recent laws that have been passed mm-hmm. have turned processes that used to be fairly simple and intuitive, where mm-hmm. you could just you know understand a few simple rules and principles and then adjust how you do things according to each situation. Well, mm-hmm. you can no longer do that. Right. They've enforced um, the way that you select tenants to the point where the procedures, when we try to map this out for people so they can mm-hmm. understand how are you going to follow this law, it is complex. Right. It's like if if this happens, then you can do this, this, or this. And it, it's just, it's very detailed procedures that people have to learn to follow in order to comply with the law. Um, it, and there's new laws every day. So right. it's just very difficult. So, so to that point, the classes that you're helping develop for RHA, uh, during the break, you were mentioning that they're really kind of focused around law, 
being a big part of that. And I think that's probably where you're seeing some heavy attendance, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and then you're doing also operations and business. But do you want to break down each kind of sure. those and, and tell us about it? Yeah. So my background is in instruction, adult education and instructional design. Um, and what I bring to the table is just the knowledge of how to analyze what information people need to know and what skills they need to have to do their jobs generally. My background was mostly in corporate settings before. But so what I did is I just kind of came in and started trying to figure out what are all the different things that an independent landlord needs to know. Mm -hmm. And I broke it down into three basic areas. One is understanding the law. Um, and we have a full series of five or six classes mm-hmm. on law, all taught by lawyers. We have about Excellent. six different attorneys that are involved on this team that are working collaboratively. Uh, we have a couple of basic classes that they're all learning how to teach. So we're teaching one consistent introduction to Washington nice. landlord-tenant law Excellent. that's delivered by four or five different attorneys, um, which is wonderful. Um, and then we have some other more specific topics that are taught by a couple of them. Okay. Another series that we're doing is on um, managing or um managing your properties, which is okay. all about the operations. So just okay. following the life cycle of tenancy. Right. What are the Dealing things? Dealing with maintenance issues. Maintenance issues, okay. finding new tenants, um, okay. keeping track of tenant records, all of that kind yeah. of stuff. And all of that is still even good because I know the other segment is around business. Yeah. But even if you have property management, mm-hmm. you should always still know all these things yourself. For sure. Right? Even yeah. if oh, you're you have not, to. Yeah, yeah you, you, really you absolutely do. have to. Because first of all, you need to know whether or not your property manager is doing a good That's job. Right. That's, That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, so, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. So um, what would be some of the other, like, business aspects? So in business, uh, we do have a series that's uh, specifically dedicated to business. Um, the introduction class is just kind of helping people understand, is this really what I want to do? Uh, helping mm. them understand mm-hmm. the whole scope of what is um, having a rental property business all about, and okay. do I have the skills? Um, and is that kind of like the intro the to, to rental that? class that I taught? Exactly. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly. It. I was like, this sounds familiar. Sounds very familiar. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so listeners. I actually teaching a couple of our classes. So yep. that's that's how she got to know me and and asked me on this show and. Yeah, um, really is a great teacher. So I hope everybody comes out to see her teach a class she's doing at the end of, of May. This, this month, no bay. What, what was the title we finally ended up with on that one? It's stay, um, Keeping Your Rentals Relevant. Okay, thank you. I, I we we went round and round on the title on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. and that, that's actually a fourth area that's sort of outside of our core um, education program that mm-hmm. we're calling Trending Issues. And it's just sort yeah. of random topics that are that – are, might be a hot topic of the day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and, and for our listeners, they can rotate. Yeah, what we're planning on doing in that course in May is uh, focusing a, a lot on, you know, because often, as you know, when we look at the membership of RHA, uh, even though there might be some generational folks in there, it's often on the older spectrum that some of the members are. They're right. all over the place. They're to all be over honest. the place. But I mean, I know when I sit in the rooms is. <laughs> yeah. But when you have like a sixty or seventy or maybe eighty year old landlord, you do dealing yeah. with the mindset and expectations of a millennial renter. Right. You know, someone can out of high school or college today has a completely different set of expectations sometimes than a person who's 
you know, lived through the lovely style trends of the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. Right. Yeah, that's the thing is that our our members Putting it very delicately. They go well into retirement years because this is their retirement. Yeah. So, but we do have a lot of I call it a working retirement at that point. It is a working retirement. Yeah. But we do have a lot of young people too um, that are coming to our classes. Just the other day, I met a really young couple that are probably in their late 20s, mid to late 20s. And they live in a condo and they're about to buy a house and they're considering renting it out. And they wanted to, smartly, they wanted to learn about it before they made the decision, which, you know, I really gave them a lot of kudos for that because a lot of people just kind of get into it not realizing what they're getting into. Yes. They think it's going to be a real simple process and then they find out like you said, yeah. there's a bunch of laws, a bunch of other issues, you know, needing to deal with the cost mm-hmm. of maintenance. There's so many things that you need to know and be prepared for. Because uh, a lot of my clients, that is sometimes the way they get their first rental as they move out of their first property. I think that's probably how 90% of the members mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. met. <laughs> yeah. 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 Either yeah. that or they inherited a house from a Ex- parent. But exactly. It's one of the two. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's fantastic. So um, where can people find information about these classes? So go online to our website at um, rha.org. R-H-A dot org? R-H-A-W-A. Okay. All right. R-H-A-W-A dot org. You saw both jump. We're like, no. Like, hold on. Wait a minute. There's two letters. want to make sure it's right. But, yeah, and I'm throwing some stuff out here on social media, too. So if anyone's following us on Twitter or Facebook, you can get all the correct info. And, of course, we always put all these shows back on on Friday on our blog. So all those resources will be there as well. Is there – so besides going online, I mean, you've got in front of you – what looks like a yeah, newsletter newspaper. of some sort. Yes. We, we still send out an honest to God newspaper once a month. Okay. RHA does. Um, and right now, pretty much every landlord in Seattle has been getting this newspaper for the last couple months. Uh, we're getting a lot of new people signing up for classes based on this. Okay. Um, but, uh, Again, everything is online as well. But we're okay. we're offering about two to three classes a week. Two to three unique. That's classes significant. A That's week. a lot. So there's a lot of of options on the calendar. And I'm looking at some of the some of the classes that you have highlighted. They look mm-hmm. really good. I mean, you everything from a basic member orientation, fair housing, how to select mm-hmm. a tenant in Seattle, mm-hmm. uh, understanding. Yeah, notice how that's just for Seattle. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's <laughs> we do that whole class topic every other week. Do you? And it's it's full. so Probably important. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a great class. That's actually led by Sean Martin. Okay. Um, Good. Who yeah. is our yeah, he's great. affairs director. Yeah, yeah. I see managing cash flow, understanding your lease, tenant screening orientation, which if you're mm-hmm. renting and you're not tenant screening, uh, stop. Don't. Yeah. You, know, you have to screen your tenants, please. Yes. So we'll slap um, you with a mortgage. Yeah, I see <laughs> landlord tenant law and introduction to landlord tenant law, which is super super important. Yes, you can make some huge mistakes uh, if you if you cross the line in that. In that yeah, area. you don't want to see yourself drug up in court. Yeah, and and you know one of our good friends Tamara Simon, mm-hmm. I know had a, always made a good comment is you know some some tenants look at you and their goal is to figure out a way to separate you from your money. And uh, you have to be so careful and prepared uh, Mm -hmm. and knowledgeable. So I'm so glad you're doing this education. We've got more with uh, Denise Myers of the Rental Housing Association. Stay tuned on Open House with Team Reba. Open House has open phone lines. Give us a call at 866-712-1300.
Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Ostinus from Home Street Bank. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. And we're talking education. Yes, uh, education. Rental Housing Association. And speaking of education, yeah. you, know, you and I teach classes. And landlording. And, yeah, then landlording. <laughs> you and I teach classes fairly frequently. So, we do? So that whole argument that we have no class... It's not true. <laughs> not true at all. Yeah, tell your brother Lance that is a falseness about you. That's right. That's <laughs> not right. how I say you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And we have a class coming up. Yes, we do. On April 29th, we are doing our own rental property class where we're going to be talking about what it takes to finance and purchase a, right. a rental property. And, right? and that's something that maybe would complement, I don't see on, yeah. on your curriculum, I don't see finance It's coming up. Is it's it coming up? It's coming up, and okay. I'll probably reach out to the two of you. Ah, there you there go. go. Yeah, Excellent. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, we like that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, and it's so important. Um, you you need to know your financing yes. when you're when you're buying the property because we need to figure out if it's going to cash flow or not. Correct. And how do you qualify? Yes. Anything? How do you analyze that property to know if you're going to actually eventually make money right. on it? How much do I pay for a property to achieve mm-hmm. my financial goals? Yes. Yes. That's a exactly. Easier said than done. Considering hold periods, all kinds. Of, you know, we'll we'll do. Uh, it's well, you know, we extended that. It was originally two hours, and we. We are leaving it open to a potential third hour if necessary. Uh, I know. Well, only because sometimes no, they I'm tend kidding. to run over. They so always we, run over. They always yeah. run they over. Always so run we, over. we kept the room an extra an hour. We're going to try and still condense it into the two, but yeah, we have the that, room for an extra hour if we need that's, it. That's the beauty. Uh, it seems like every time you and I teach a class, mm-hmm. Reba, we have people that afterwards they want to hang out and ask more questions yeah. and get more information. Yeah, well, she can, fun. yeah, Denise can tell you what it was like after I taught that class for RHA, um, I did, oh, yeah. I did a, a thing that was talking about the entire Puget Sound region and kind of what trends were around where people were buying and why and what was happening with appreciation rates and all that kind sure. of thing. And there were several people who stayed yeah, and they, were watching me whiteboard that out. We have to make a class out of that, Reba, because yeah. I actually got them emailing me afterwards saying Seriously? they wanted a whole class on that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe we'll throw that into part of the, you know, training making, issues. Yeah, great. exactly. So I want to make sure and point out though our class that's coming up april 29th that happens to be free yes we you know we were going to originally charge and then we last minute decided okay we'll go ahead and we'll keep this one free for now because uh, we used to charge for this class we used to charge 15 dollars for right. it um, but this one's going to be free and um i do want to point out that denise's programs this is a membership organization it is and and, yeah. and these classes are not free i mean people are volunteering their time i mean i as an instructor i i was not paid for my time i volunteer my time as a member of the organization um but it you know for the for rha and the work that it does absolutely these are totally worth the charges that are there but would you give a, sure, an idea yeah. or example for our listeners yeah. on what the so, costs are um right now our class we since we're developing this whole program for the first time we're just kind of sticking with the pricing structure the organization has had for a while which okay. is 45 dollars for members mm-hmm. and 65 dollars for non-members totally so, reasonable yeah yeah um, and then we also have this really great deal which a lot of people are taking advantage of it is a a annual class pass for $250. Oh, Eric, you need oh, that. That way you can you have go. class permanently for the year. Yes. 
This whole program is in development. It's brand new. We're going to mm-hmm. be evaluating prices kind of a little down the road, but for now, that's mm-hmm. where we're at. Okay. And, um, and well, how much is a membership a, to the organization right now? The membership to the organization for somebody who is our typical smaller independent landlord is $115 a year. Oh, that is, which a, is very also such a bargain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a bargain compared to my realtor memberships. I have to pay like 660 bucks yeah. a year and just that for that. membership gives you access to... Advice, a lot of forms. forms. Oh, yeah. Are really forms great. are the fabulous. Forms. We have great I use leases. The forms. I hear everybody say it's the, it's the best lease in the state. Yes. It is. Um, With all the other addendums and, and stuff that you can updated, use. Updated, reviewed awesome. many, many times. We actually have yeah. four versions of it now because we have a multifamily and single family. Now nice. we have a whole different version for Seattle. Okay. In order to uh, oh, comply yeah. with all these new rules on the move in. Right. Just say congratulations. Um, You're number two. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice we actually just started that's what we're t- we're doing a class um we did it last week for the first time and we're doing it in tacoma this okay. thursday is on understanding your lease mm. um, so we're going over the lease and all the related addendums and um and that's things a, that's an amazing class so people really understand I what it that. is that they're signing and with their tenant because it really is a very important agreement but that they're yeah well, you know, landlords need to be able to speak to their own lease. I mean, my poor tenants, if I'm the person doing the work with it, you know, if I have something here in Washington, usually it's me and my husband managing it, but my properties in Kansas, I have to rely on other people. So I don't get to do the walkthrough and all the other stuff. Right. But my poor tenants end up going through about three hours. It takes a while yeah, to they, go through it. Yeah, yeah, we go through about three hours because I do it just like my real estate business where I'm like, it's you're important. about to sign a legal contract. And yeah. so we're going to have a conversation about what this means well, of you're no over, illegal activity like maybe a or 500, this. It, probably yeah. a minimum of $500,000 asset Property, to yeah, them. Absolutely. And, and they're committed to spending tens of thousands of dollars a year absolutely. on you yeah. know, paying rent. So. Well, and I'm glad to see landlords becoming more educated in that regard because a lot of times people, you know, they just pull something off the internet. They don't really check to see if it's really valid to their area. They put themselves in all kinds of risk positions. And, you know, like I actually, um, well, one of the fellows we just had on the show recently, who's from the Seattle school district, or excuse me, not Seattle, but the Renton school district, uh, he found out that I used to teach some classes in Seattle school district, uh, helping students understand what it was like to sign a lease as soon, you know, because some of those kids are going to go get you know, apartments yeah. after they get out of high school or college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I would come in with some of the teachers that I knew locally and talk to them about, you know, what that means, like how to set yourself up for success in your first rental. Oh, I've seen so many first-time oh, cool. home buyers have yeah. collections on their credit yeah. for a damage deposit because they left an apartment the uh, wrong way. Right, yeah. Or That's didn't true. follow all the proper procedures. Well, they might get an eviction notice because they didn't really understand that they couldn't bring their pet in exactly. and, you know, they weren't willing to get rid of them and they didn't understand all the stuff around it. And so, you know, it's amazing you know, when you're talking to the kids and trying to give them that, there's still adults who don't get that. You know, in fact, that's what I have to deal with with my Kansas mm-hmm. properties all the time because I don't get to walk them through the lease. But anyway, sorry. I'm going to go off on a I tangent. did want to mention this really great opportunity that's coming up uh, in June, June mm-hmm. 23rd. We're okay. having an all-day event up at the Linwood Convention Center. Okay, um, We're going to have 
three or at least three different rooms of workshops going all Excellent. day. Excellent. Um, okay. Some of them are. What was the date again? June twenty third. Twenty third. Okay. Um, I believe one of those is going to be our our basic Washington landlord tenant law class. Okay. Um, and then the rest of them are going to be kind of smaller hour long sessions, um, just okay. really targeted topics. And then we'll also have a chance a uh, vendor kind of booth area where people landlords can connect with vendors that can help them out in their business. Now, is that a pay for overall? Yeah, but event? it's only sixty dollars for the whole day. Wow. And that's a, and you get food with that too. So it's a real bargain. That is a bargain. <laughs> that's, oh my gosh. I think that's the early sign up uh, okay. ticket price. So make sure you sign up early on our website. Okay. Again, and that website? org. Awesome. I was just typing that into my Twitter feed right now. So anybody can go there and check it out at Team Reba. Okay. But you guys also have a Twitter feed. Cause we do. Yes. You're, it's RHA. Wah, isn't it? I believe so, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm just checking it again because I've typed it several times. Oh, it's actually RHA of Wah. Okay. But if you look up RHA Wah, you'll find it. So, okay, great. Yes, for anybody who wants to connect, because frankly, that would also be a good resource because you guys are always putting out other information or details about the classes. So yes. you can either go to the website, follow the Twitter feed, see some of the things that are happening going on and notices about upcoming legislation yep. that you guys might be you know, helping challenge or or support mm-hmm. either way, right? Either way. Yeah. So Usually challenge lately, I think. Yeah, it's been a lot of challenges. <laughs> yeah, definitely that. But uh, I know we're going to be finishing up here very quickly. But um, again, June 23rd for the all-day event. Mm-hmm. Go to the website. You'll find information about that. You'll find information about classes. So org. once again. Denise, I want to thank you for having been here today. This is great to have you and to see you. It's always fun to hang out with you. are just such a, a lovely person. I just Thanks big, for big having smile. Me. It's always great to have you here. Uh, but listeners, if you have rental properties or you're thinking about rental properties, go check it out. Absolutely. And thanks again for joining us, Denise. And join us again next week, every Tuesday at 3 o'clock, Open House of Team Re. We've got real estate and finance information. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash max metro east side on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Tuesday at 3 for more Open House with Team Reba here on Business Radio 1300 KKOL. Program sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.